right, we are back. I'm back, and I got the ability to post again here on YouTube. And so if you're hearing this on YouTube, um, it's been a while, but uh, I uploaded the episode from last week on YouTube, so that should be up. Um, but if you go back and listen to that podcast, and you can hear why I got banned. But basically, I... Did some naughty, naughty things in the YouTube land, so I I got banned. Um, wasn't too bad. I just posted an Alex Jones clip. <laughs> they didn't like that too much, basically. So, um, and I don't know how long I'm gonna last on YouTube. Um, I got a strike for that, and I also got another strike. And on top of that, I got demonetized. Um, which that really just blows a pl- uh, kind of uh, uh, it, it kind of kills my plans for what I was trying to do with this album. I'm working on a new album, but I'm gonna have to find another way around it, I guess. But anyway, I'll I'll cross that bridge when I get there. That bridge when I get there. I'm working on a new album. I got it done, and I'm really excited. It's gonna be out in about a month. Exactly about a month, I think. The 13th, the 13th of January. I'm, I'm pretty sure um, that is a... No, I'm sorry. It's going to be the 18th. The 18th of, of January. Um, I, I, I just finished it Friday. Okay? A couple days ago. And I have to give everybody time, all the stores, to get into their... And I, and I don't want to, like... Like, I know that they're busy with Christmas and stuff like that. And I, I feel like if they rush the process, then like I've had it, this happen before where the songs that they put up, they screwed the audio file and it sounds doesn't sound too good. Um, so I, I want to give them enough time to get it up there. And there's 20 songs, 20 new songs that I that I produced in the past four months, and it's country, it's um, bluegrass. The song that you heard at the, at the beginning, it's uh, that's a shorter version, but it, the, the this new um, the full song is going to be like four minutes long, three minutes long, something like that. So really excited about that. There's a lot of country vibes. There's a lot of blues. There's a lot of Americana. There's a lot of psychedelic rock. It's a little bit of everything. It's classic rock. It's disco. It's 90s rock. It's 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 stuff that I grew up listening to, and it's it's going to be crazy. So I recorded a podcast. Um, not this last one. Um, I I recorded a podcast about a month ago, and I'm going to have to go back there and add some stuff to it. But I'm going to upload it whenever it comes out where I kind of go more into depth about it. But this podcast that's going to come out, um, there's a podcast I just recorded. It's like a two-hour podcast. It's going to be up exclusively on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and all that kind of stuff. And the reason I do that because it's I play music and I want to avoid the copyright stuff. But I play a little bit of the music, but... YouTube is so crazy that it, like if I play a little bit of it, they either block the video or they, um, anyway, so, and, and uh, it's a two-hour podcast, so it, it's a lot easier to upload a 
a audio file than a video file. That's kind of the reason, like the other reason too. But th that's going to be up on Sunday night. So it's going to be up tonight at midnight. And it's going to be like Music Monday. Basically, every Monday, I think I'm going to be like a do like a do a podcast like this, and uh, just you know get rid of politics. You know, like take a break from politics for a while. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of. I feel like maybe you guys would enjoy something like that, where I just sit there and play music. And music that I've been listening to for the past couple months and new music that came out this past Friday is on there too. So so do me a favor and go over there to iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or SoundCloud, wherever you get podcasts, go over there and hit subscribe, hit follow, and you'll get that show. You'll get that um, bonus show over there. And also, if YouTube goes down, then that's where you'll get the show. And there's a lot, you know, w w with these rules, um, you know, with me getting banned and with me getting a strike and demonetized and with these new rules, we, you can't talk about the election. Um, I want to be able to say what I want to say. And over there, I can say a lot more and do a lot more. So, just it takes five seconds. Just go over there, hit follow on Spotify, iTunes. It's free. It's 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 a free deal, and all you have to get, just go over there and hit subscribe over there. If you want to go the extra mile, go to the website, theredneckpatriot.com, and put in your email if you want to keep in contact. I I almost never send any kind of ads or anything like that. It's pretty rare. Almost never do it, but. That's how if if YouTube and and uh, if social media continues to go down this road of hardcore censorship, then uh, that's where I'll be. So also, I started a new I have a new Instagram called Okie Patriot 76. If you want to follow me there, a lot of people were asking me how to share the, my videos that I post on Instagram. My page is private for a reason so like for the censorship every time i go public i went public for a day and they censor my account so okie patriot 76 is i'm it is is my is my page that that i'll post stuff on that's public you can share so i don't know if you've been seeing this stuff on social media for the past couple of weeks people have been posting their spotify wrapped and i thought it'd be cool to look at my spotify wrapped and also look at the analytics of this podcast and share with you how many countries listen to this podcast. Now this is this is uh, SoundCloud um, analytics, and it's where I upload the podcast. And SoundCloud sends it out to iTunes and 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 Spotify and Google Play and all that kind of stuff. But I just think it's crazy how a little like a like a little podcast hosted by a guy in his kitchen who, you know, uh, not the smartest guy in the world, but, uh, you know, I, I just think it's crazy that people in all these other countries listen this podcast. It just blows my mind completely. Now, the number one country, of course, is America. And you have number two in, as the UK, 
Number three, I thought that was interesting, Spain. Number four, Switzerland. Um, number five is Canada, eh? Uh, number six is Russia. Ireland, Norway, Germany, Australia, Indonesia, Vietnam, Belgium, Sweden, Poland, South Africa, Brazil, Ireland, South Korea, Ukraine, Saudi Arabia, Czech Republic, Mexico, Denmark, Netherlands, New England, India, Egypt, Croatia, France, Israel, Austria, Nigeria, Honduras, Iran, Tanzania, Ghana, Colombia, Pakistan, the Congo, Kuwait, Portugal, Cayman Islands, Argentina, Haiti, Greece, Finland, Kenya. Oh, this is a new one. Bruet. Bhutan. I'm sorry, I can't read. Bhutan. I'm terrible. Bhutan. I think it's Bhutan. That's a new one. I, I didn't see that the other day. But it's still a couple of people listening from all these other countries when you get past a certain number. But I just think it's crazy. I, I, I just think it, it blows my mind that, you know, it's just crazy. Um, and Spotify, just on Spotify alone, people from seven countries listen to the podcast. And I, lit, I, I dropped um, 3,600 minutes of the podcast, which is kind of, that's kind of scary. That, that, that's a long, that's a long time. That's a long time to be listening to me. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's crazy. And, and, uh, um, but also everybody's been sharing their Spotify wrapped and I thought it'd be cool to go over the Spotify rap stuff that I listened to. And, and, uh, it says in two, in, in a 2020, I discovered 558 artists. That's crazy. Uh, my number one genre was contemporary country, which I, I disagree with that, but whatever. Uh, number two is Roots Americana. Three is Country Rock. Four is Texas Country. Five is New Americana. I, I would have to disagree with that list, but that's that's the facts. That's why I, that's, I, I exclusively listen to music on Spotify, so that's all the music I'm getting. Uh, my top song that I listened to this year is Eric Dillon and Eric Dillon is, I talked about him on the podcast before and, uh, you know, I, I talked to him a couple times on his, uh, DMs, you know, had a couple conversations and he's a really nice guy and really talented dude. He's written a lot of songs for Riley Green, um, and Luke, Luke Combs and, and he's a really just a good talented artist and a, and a writer. And um, go check him out, Eric Eric Dillon. But his top song, or my top song that I listened to this year was Ain't My Town, which is like a really good song, by the way. It's a really good song. Check it out. Uh, and my top songs for this year, what, number five was uh, Adam Hood's The Weeknd. Uh, number four is Upchurch Sonic Drive-In. Number three was also Eric Dillon with Pink Flamingos. Number two was uh, No Handle by uh, The Panhandlers. And number one was Ain't My Town. 
I listened to 19,000 minutes of podcasts this year. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. And my my top artist, like I have my, this is going to sound really crazy, really like stupid, but my Spotify account is linked to my artist account. And so my top artist is myself. But number two artist is Eric Dillon. Buddy Brown, Adam Hood, and Ann Upchurch. I listened to 35,000 minutes of music this year. Absolutely insane. Absolutely crazy. But anyway, um, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know if I'm going to get into everything, but of course, I have to talk about this video that was viral today, and it started blowing up last night, Friday night, and I saw it, actually it was early in the morning. I, I I stayed up last night a little bit too late. I think it was like maybe one or two in the morning. I saw it on Twitter. Um, of, of this lady uh, from Colorado, it's a family from Colorado, and you've seen it, I posted it, of this, of this, um, of this flight. They were flying from, from Colorado to New York. They wanted to see the Christmas tree in in uh, Rockefeller Center or whatever it's called. And they wanted to take their two-year-old and have some, some family up there. And they wanted to visit family and go see Christmas. And they couldn't because these damn idiots running the show at United Airlines said you have to put a mask on a two-year-old and they kicked them off the flight because um, the two-year-old wasn't wearing a mask. The the two adults were. So uh, the video is kind of disturbing to me. It's 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 really horrifying because it it's basically the dad was putting his hand over his daughter's face, putting a mask over his face, and basically suffocating her. Basically, just because of the policy of American Airlines and then and then and then the the flight attendant came up to the family and said you need to get off the plane because the the daughter was refusing to wear a mask she would put it on or like she would put it on her and then she would take it off and she was crying and stuff like that and i watched her story on Instagram it's probably gone by now but i watched her story on Instagram and it was like a really long story. I've never seen a story this long. It was like, it had to be a 20 minute long story on Instagram. Maybe not, maybe 10 minutes or something like that. But she was talking about some of the stuff that happened. So basically, uh, United Airlines didn't give them a refund. They kicked them off the plane and sent their crap to New York and they still haven't got it. Uh, nobody on the plane really acknowledge what was going on and nobody really kind of stood up for him. Maybe they didn't want to get kicked off. People acknowledged, like people like around them said that it was kind of screwed up what happened, but they didn't say anything else. She was answering some questions from her, from our DMS and she, and somebody asked her, you just need to teach your two year old about mask and you need to teach like, you know, just, just make your two year old wear a mask and, and, and she got like she snapped on her story. She said, "No, I, I'm not going to do that. It's 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 a psychologically damaging, and it is. I'm not going to put my child through that. And uh, it's basically child abuse. And they don't understand, like like little kids that 
that young don't understand what's going on with this math situation. And I, I can't imagine it. I mean, like I would imagine it's, it'd be horrifying to go like to wear a mask. And, and uh, I know this is not a, a topic that everybody wants to think about, but there is like this, this sex trafficking, child trafficking stuff that, that goes on every single year. And if you put a mask over a kid, you can't identify him. So that is another problem too. And I don't, I hope that never happens to anybody, but that that's a problem that nobody is aware about. And also their system is not developed yet. And she was posting some stuff on her, on her story from a doctor saying that the virus could possibly go inside your brain and affect your brain because you're, you're basically breathing in the virus and, and, and it goes inside your system and lungs and brain and this is not good. And I, I, I think that this is going to be opening the door if this becomes a problem in the future. Like they've never had a problem, they said. They've flown before in the summer. But I think that this, would, this is going to be a, 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 a kind of a, a, a thing that opens the door to possibly adults like if they can make a difference with like the kids if if they can you know sue all these airline companies and make them put in their policy that you have to be a certain age up to wear a mask um then i think that that might open the door to let them like if they can find evidence that is damaging for kids then they might find evidence and might be able to prove that it's damaging for adults, which it 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 is. It, it, it's um, you're breathing in your the same oxygen, and if you wear it all the time, like I don't think it matters if you, if you wear it for a few minutes in a store, that's fine. If they make you do it, whatever. But I see people even here in Oklahoma wearing it in situations where they it's no need for them like i saw a guy a couple weeks ago walking his dog no one else around walking his dog that kind of crap happens because the media is telling them you need to wear this wear a mask do this and you need to wear a mask in your car you need to wear your mask you know while you're having sex you know all this stuff i think dr fauci even said that i'm pretty sure he said that at one point but he's flip-flop on a thousand things so you need to do that you need to wear a mask, you know, in the shower. It's just, it's just so stupid with her. But, but, but I hope these employees in these videos, like, like in this video that was viral, it got like 2 million hits on Twitter, 3 million, probably 5 by now. But I hope these people in this video gets fired because this is BS. Because if they get fired, they might be able to sue the company and the company might understand that maybe this is stupid. It's it's BS. I I don't think it's a problem if if adults wear it. That's their thing. But do not put this on kids. It's it's there's no scientific evidence that there's you know spreading the virus between. And like here's the thing: if you that worried about getting on a plane, get a rental car or get in your car and drive. Airplane tickets are pretty expensive, so you can probably spend the same amount of money traveling. It's probably not an ideal situation, but if you're that scared, wear a mask in your car and drive across the country if that's what you want to do. Um, 
it's it, like if you're that worried about it, that's another option. Just don't get on a plane. I don't know if you heard that uh, Joe Biden is 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 the president or not the. I uh, might be, and, and I'll talk about there the election stuff here in a second, the lawsuit and all that kind of stuff. But Joe Biden is 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 the uh, person of the year for Time Magazine. This is the same magazine who um, chose Adolf Hitler and and also Greta Thunberg. So they're really um, on top of things. They really have some good decision making skills at the Time Magazine. But um, among the people that uh, they chose for the magazine, like basically it was down to Joe Biden was the finalist and Trump, which I knew that that was like, why did they even bother picking? Because they're not going to pick Trump. They wasn't going to pick Trump. But it was either Joe Biden, the frontline doctors, and Anthony Fauci, and the BLM movement, and George Floyd, basically. And um, I don't know why they didn't pick the frontline doctors, because COVID. this whole year has been COVID. I feel like they deserve... I mean, like somebody commented like, yeah, them like those are TikTok nurses really did a lot this year. Yeah, but I feel like like it's still a big it was still a big problem this year and and in some places like I I I read stories of like nurses, you know, breaking down mentally and just like, you know, massive massive amounts of depression. They can't go home to see their families like like it, 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 you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, and I feel like Joe Biden hasn't done anything in the past fifty years. These nurses and doctors and people on the front lines, you know, they deal with this stuff, and they don't like they know what they signed up for, obviously. And it's kind of like, well, I don't really feel sorry for him, but then I do feel sorry for him because they have to deal with this stuff. So, um. But even Anthony Fauci, like, he's a like like he's the Joe Biden of of medicine. But yeah, yeah, the person of the year that that's done nothing for this country in the past fifty years gets to be the person of the year. But I thought it was funny they chose um, Andrew Cuomo, which Andrew Cuomo is having a birthday party. At, like I don't know if you heard this, like next week. And he's like, all of his businesses are closed down in his city, but he's hosting a birthday party and he's charging like five grand, uh, per guest. So that, you know, that's nice. That's a big slap in the face to anybody that lives in New York. Um, but Anthony Fauci was nominated for the person of the year in AOC and even people that I didn't really understand why, like, um, Cardi B was nominated as well. Uh, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, and Kanye West. Also, Bubba Wallace and Patrick Mahomes. And also Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm glad they... Like, I'm glad Jeff Bezos didn't get it either. The guy that's made the most money this year. He's probably gotten, like, doubled his net worth and not tripled. Um, but anyway, person of the year, Joe Biden, that, that just, like, like I knew it wasn't going to go to Trump because it just never goes that way. 
but it, it's just so laughable. It, it's just really, it's just really dumb. Anyway, but it's going to be really funny if if um, Trump wins the election, which YouTube, I'm not saying that that you know anything, but I'm saying it's going to be funny if it works out somehow, some way. If if uh, Trump wins and Joe Biden, like his only like claim to fame is like the crime bill and like uh, Time Magazine Person of the Year <laughs> and former Vice President, I you know you give credit where credits due, but I mean he didn't do like a whole lot. So, but I I think it, like the only reason they're doing this right, the only reason they picked him was. Because he's supposedly going to, like, the president-elect, which it's technically certified in all 50 states, but we have this lawsuit going on, and a lot of conservatives, a lot of people on the right deserve, like, America deserves um, to hear this in court, basically. And I guess I'll just get into that. I really wasn't planning on talking about that, but I, I guess I'll just get the election stuff out of the way. Um, and I don't know how much I can say here on YouTube. But they already f my channel over, um, so it, what have I got to lose? Um, so anyway, uh, the Texas lawsuit, and um, they rejected the case. And I guess I, I kind of understand like where they're coming from. They kind of want to be, you know, nonpartisan or whatever. But and I think they're just doing their jobs and I, I would imagine that, you know, Andy, um, Amy Coney Barrett is under a lot of pressure right now and because a lot of conservatives think that she's going to come and save the day and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just don't think that that's a really good thing. Um, but the Texas lawsuit was our, our best shot at winning and, no matter what you think about this election stuff, there were evidence of fraud, and there's a lot of evidence of fraud. But the problem is, is you can take all this evidence, take everything you have. There, there's thousands and thousands of things that came out. These affidavits, you know, everything that came out. I mean, you watch the same videos, all those videos, all those stories, all these things, all the data. You can take it all. You can take it all, show it to the Supreme Court. And because they have no backbone or they don't want to, um, they like, cause you're like, here's the thing. If would have been like, if it would have been up to the Supreme court that Trump won, they would get canceled like in three seconds by the media and by the left. And I would, I would honestly fear for their safety to be honest with you, just because of what's going on. But they just don't want to come out and say Joe Biden won or like whatever. So, but you can take all this evidence to the highest court in the land and they still won't hear it. They still won't listen to it. They, they say, well, there's not enough standing. And maybe that's true. I don't know. But I think that they're like, I still don't think um, Joe Biden is the winner. That's and this is my opinion. Can you have opinions on YouTube anymore? Can you have a different point of view? Can you have a thought on YouTube? 
because basically uh, you can't. You can't have a thought. And you can't think about it. You can't like question anything. It's just like, well, we just we just go along with it. No, I no. There is still time. There is still time. I think it's January 6th where everybody votes. And that's kind of the final date, I guess. Maybe not. I don't know. But they're, they're still past to victory. And I don't think that there was massive amounts of fraud that led to Joe Biden's victory. But what I do think is that there were unconstitutional actions that were done that caused this that to happen is that clear like is that kind of vague enough for, for you two maybe that might not take it down i don't know but but i don't i don't think that there was massive amounts that you know somebody like Sidney powell was talking about or or you know those type of people but i definitely do think that there was fraud i mean there's fraud in every election um but who knows? Like, I'm just letting this play out. Like I said on the last podcast, I'm letting it play out. It, and it ain't over till it's over. It's not over. It's not over. And, like, until January. And whoever is sworn in on the, 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 the uh, 20th, I will call my president. And I, and I see a lot of conservatives now, and it's kind of pissing me off a little bit because I see a lot of conservatives saying, Joe Biden's not my president. And I, I feel like the people on the right are going down this road like the left did in 2016. And I have to bring this up because maybe it's something you want to hear, you don't want to hear or whatever, but I, please don't act like the left. I know that people, like I know that, you know, nobody's going to scream at the sky or anything like that, but that's crazy. That's crazy land. But I see a lot of conservators like, well, like I'm not calling him my president. He's not my president. And so, and also there's talk from, I think, Alan West. I think he wrote an article or something talking about seceding. Maybe that's where we're at. Maybe that's where we're at where, you know, all these people from the blue states, all the, all the Trump supporters out in California and these, you know, New York and all these blue states might want to jump ship and, and uh, move to Oklahoma or move to Texas or move to South Dakota or Florida. And, uh, you know, just have a, you know, if, if uh, California crashes into the ocean and, you know, Portland burns, burns all to hell, then it'd be fine because all the, you know, maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe that's what we need to do. I don't know, but I mean, I understand the people out in California, you know, it's really expensive to move out and maybe... You know, I understand, you know, you know, I, like I'm broke too, you know, and I get it. Like, and I was looking at like some article, like to get a, get a, a U-Haul out of, out of LA was like $5,000 or, or some crazy like that. But like you can almost rent a U-Haul, you can almost buy a plane ticket, fly to Austin, get a U-Haul and drive it back and then pack up your stuff and then move to Austin and then drive it back, and it would be cheaper. Like, I feel like that would be cheaper. But you can almost, like, maybe drive to Arizona. Maybe that would be closer. But um, $5,000, like, that seems, that seems, like, insane to me. 
But anyway, that's that's kind of my thought on the election. Like, yeah, there's still time. There's still paths to victory. But at a certain point, I think that this was our last chance, last hurrah, at maybe making a big change or maybe overturning you know something huge. And if they don't want to listen to this, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I really hope something pulls together because, you know, man, Joe Biden. But, I mean, the the only thing we can count on with Joe Biden is he won't do anything. And his new new, um, COVID rules is something we're already doing. Like, it's so stupid. He, like, he put on Twitter a couple days ago, and he said, Today I'm announcing key COVID-19 priorities for the first 100 days. Wear a mask, 100 million vaccinations, which Trump ordered 100 million vaccines this summer, so I don't know where what he's doing there. Uh, reopening the majority of schools. Trump is already wanting to do that. And he's... And he's talked in um uh Dr. Fauci into getting on his on his uh covid team or whatever and Dr. Fauci has been in like worked for the government longer than Joe Biden has I thought I thought we wanted change I I thought Joe Biden wanted change but he's hiring the same guy that supposedly you know made COVID a disaster, but it's all Trump's fault. But like, he's never going to blame Fauci. He's never going to blame. It's all, it's all Trump all day, but he's going to hire the same dude who made the exact, like told Trump what to do. You know, at first, at first I trusted Fauci and then I found out what it was all about. And then I like, you would think that somebody working like he, like he, um, he started uh, working for the NIH back in 1968. 19, 52 years ago. 1968. He needs to retire. Because if he's like, m- like moving the goalpost, like. Like, he's changed his mind seven million times on masks and lockdowns and school openings and all these things. Find somebody new. Find a, find a younger doctor. They're, I mean, he's not the only fish in the sea. Like, like, he's not, like, the arbiter of truth when it comes to this COVID stuff. Like, it's almost like, like you shot yourself in the foot. And it's almost like, well, I'm going to shoot myself in the other foot. I'm going to say, oh, that works. No, 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 no. Like, do something, like, try something different. Like that, that's a bad analogy, I know, but it's just like, we've already made these mistakes and with these lockdowns, these lockdowns are costing so many lives this year and this past couple weeks, there was a teen in Maine that committed suicide because he felt lonely and he was supposed to be on the football team and he was like he like like the football program got canceled because of covid and it's all online 
and it's all over Zoom, and he basically wrote a note and said, I, I'm depressed, I'm lonely, and shot himself. Also, there was a sixth grader out in California. He was on a Zoom call, and he um, turned off the microphone, turned off the camera, and shot himself. Sixth grader. Sixth grader. So, the, this is what's going to happen. This this stuff right here. It, it's, a, it's a tragic, it, it, it really tears you to pieces to hear stories like this. But this is what Joe Biden wants. This is what the, the lockdowns are doing to people. And these are not the only two people. There's, there's thousands of people. And, 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 and suicide is killing more people, I feel like, than COVID. Yeah, five people died of COVID this week or whatever. But how many people are dying of suicide and that kind of stuff? I don't know. It's a it's a really bad deal, man. Really, 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 really bad deal. So my thoughts and prayers go out to the, um, those families. Just a tragic, tragic situation. Let's talk about mandatory vaccines for a second. I posted up a picture. I kind of trolled some people, and I thought it was funny. Basically, I posted a picture. It had a picture of a vaccine on it, and it. And uh, it said, I'm 100% for mandatory vacations. People didn't read the vacations part, and they just automatically thought I was talking about vaccines. And they were like, 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 um, I can't remember some of the comments, but they were pissed. They were, they were like, I thought you were anti-vax. And like, and they were like, I'm like, I'm unfollowing. <laughs> They're just like read the damn deal and like like today i posted a picture or i posted a a reel of of alex jones and it, the caption was something about joe biden or something about i don't know where they got this but they were they wrote this big long paragraph of like, what's wrong with you? Why in the hell are you posting this? Like, quit doing this. And I was like, okay. Well, first of all, read the caption. It's not what you thought it was. So, I don't know if people don't know how to read. Or just slow down. I know, like, there's a thousand things on so, But just read the thing and process what's going on. But... I thought it was kind of funny. I, I thought it was really kind of funny. I just thought, man. But but sometimes I have to do those posts because it helps with my engagement. When more people comment, it, it boosts up my my engagement and helps like it helps the page. And it and it's just kind of a fun little post. But I I say that to talk about these mandatory vaccines. All these vaccines are coming out and and um, the first one in England was given to a 90-year-old. Which, at 90? Like, I feel like... Like, I know this is, like, a terrible thing to say, but, like, you're gonna die anyway. I feel like, at 90, why can't you just live your life, and if you get COVID, okay, but just live your life, and... Because what's happening now is 
they're kind of backtracking a little bit with it. Like they're, they're saying that, Oh, if you have allergies, don't take the vaccine. If you're pregnant, it's causing a lot of stuff. I don't know about deaths. I've never heard of that, but it has some terrible side effects. And it's basically these doctors are being told to, um, to not, um, or to uh, tell them that, that the vaccine is not a walk in the park, basically. And that's kind of scary. Like, why in the hell would I take a vaccine if it's going to be worse off? Like, I, I saw these pictures of these, I think it was like a stock image or something, but it was basically showing that Bell's palsy is a, and let me let me see if I can pull this, uh, Bell's palsy is something, it basically causes your face to, get stiff okay okay here it is four pfizer vaccine volunteers develop bell's palsy bell's palsy is a condition that causes a weakness and the muscles to be paralyzed in the face this condition causes one side of your face to droop and become stiff and i don't know where this is at this is from indiannews.com i found it on twitter um but the point is is that these vaccines are not done. They're, they were rushed. They were, um, not developed properly. In my opinion, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but I would imagine that the, it, it would take years and years and years to develop. I mean, we don't even have a flu shot. That's, that's effective in some years. Um, so just in my opinion, I'm not, like I said, I, like I'm not, like I don't know anything about vaccines, but I'm just saying that it just doesn't feel right. Something fishy when they're coming out and saying that you have to get a card to get a vaccine. And, and like you think this mask thing is bad, you're going to have to, like they're going to force you to take a vaccine to fly and all that kind of stuff. So something feels weird to me about this vaccine. And it's really interesting to see a lot of conservatives being split on this thing. I saw a tweet from Ben Shapiro. Uh, ben Shapiro shared a tweet from Elijah Schaefer, which I'm a huge fan of Elijah Schaefer. I love his work. I love his podcasts. He goes out and, and puts out real news. It's like so refreshing. It, it actually shares out, like shares what's actually going on in the world. But he said, your immune system has a higher success rate at combining combating COVID than the actual vaccine, 99% versus 95%, which those numbers are kind of off. They are off, but it, like, it's still kind of like, like I knew what he meant basically. Uh, but Ben Shapiro said the vaccine is 95% effective in, in uh, preventing you from getting the virus and also uh, mitigates the severity of the disease. 99% of those who actually gets COVID will survive. And Ben, Ben Shapiro is very vocal about the vaccines, which I, that's my biggest criticism about Trump. Um, I don't like the fact that he's pushing these vaccines. I don't, um, like the operation warp speed or whatever. I just think it's like, I'm not anti-vax. It's just, I just don't like the idea of the military doing all this stuff and uh it is something something doesn't feel right about it you know and i I think that we have the right to question that 
yeah, that, that's kind of my thought on that. But um, Ben Shapiro has been very pro-vax, and like I get it, like his like his like his wife is a doctor. I totally understand it, but this is one of these things where the left and the mainstream media they're going to use Ben Shapiro's argument, Ben Shapiro's viewpoint. It's kind of like all of these Republicans who hate Trump. Like, well, like Republicans, even like even like Republicans hate Trump. Like all these Rhino Republicans, um, but they're not real Republicans. They're not real conservatives. They're just basically rhino, um, rhinos. But they're going to use Ben Shapiro's argument about this vaccine. Like, oh, the top guy, the top conservative guy in media, conservative media, says you need to get a vaccine. And I, I find it very weird to me. Like it's like I find it very weird that Ben Shapiro is not like censored at all. He's not like banned. He's actually promoted by Snapchat. I find it very weird. Is and he has one of the top shows in the country as far as like I don't know. And and also another thing that kind of sketched me out about this vaccine is that you can't you can't sue the vaccine companies. Why, why did they make that? Like, why did they come on? So like, you can't sue us if you get something like if you get a disease, you can't, you can't sue the, like that's kind of, that's kind of, that kind of is very alarming to me. Like I remember whenever they were doing the trials, I, I read this story about this lady. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is according to the article, several articles I read. She came out and said, after taking the vaccine, I couldn't feel God anymore. That's like, that sends a, like a chill down your spine. I mean, that's absolutely terrifying. But that, like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not anti-vax, but I want to, I, I guess it's exactly like the mask. I want to have the right to choose whether or not, you know, to take it or not to take it and to take the risk of not taking it and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I think in New York, somewhere in New York, um, maybe other states too up there where they said that they bypassed like the parents consent for the kid to get a vaccine. So basically if any New York, like like people in New York, if they have their kids in school there, they're gonna get the COVID vaccine. That's just that's scary. That, that's freaking scary, man. But anyway, um, I want to talk about that, and also, of course, there is that viral video going around about the Nerf gun, about the Santa. It's kind of old news, but I thought I'd talk about it. I remember getting a BB gun when I was a kid for Christmas. After watching the Christmas story, like if you haven't seen the Christmas story. Um, you've probably been living under a rock, but the Christmas story, that famous line is like, you'll shoot your eye out kid from Santa. And I wanted to be by gun after, after watching that movie when I was little and I learned about guns and I learned about that. Oh, they're not dangerous or not bad. And it's good for boys. Like it's good for boys to have a gun. So if you haven't seen that video, it's basically a kid or a, a, uh, Santa being told that he couldn't have a gun from this anti-liberal Santa and, or this, or this, this, this anti-gun Santa, not a, like it was obviously a liberal Santa. 
but it was in Chicago. And, you know, it's just like, you just don't tell a kid that. Like, you just don't tell a kid that. And, it, like, he didn't ask for a BB gun, he asked for a Nerf gun. Like, it shouldn't be that controversial, and, like, your opinion doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't just, like, you know, just, like, do that to a kid. It, like, and so he got fired, thank God, and he's probably getting a thousand Nerf guns for Christmas from all over the country after that video went viral. But, um, I don't know, it's just, it's something, a, like, a kid needs, you know? Like a BB gun and a Nerf gun, all that kind of stuff, it's... There's nothing wrong with it. It's not like your kid's going to grow up to be like a mass murderer. It's going to be the opposite. It's going to be like they're going to learn about guns. And his dad is a cop. His dad is a police officer. And so he's going to be learning about guns. And so, I don't know. It's just a really dumb deal. Like a dumb world. A stupid world we live in. But thank God for good people out there doing the right thing. Uh, People have been sending him Nerf guns all week and all that kind of stuff. So... God bless him, man. I wanna I wanna end the show on maybe a controversial topic. But since it's Sunday, I wanted to talk about this pro choice pastor, Reverend uh Warlock or Warnock. He came out a couple days ago and said, I am a pro choice pastor. And here's the thing, here's my opinion on that. You can't be a pastor if you support abortion. You can't be a pastor, you can't be a Christian and support gay marriage. And that's my problem with the church. That's my problem with the modern day church. Now there are some pastors out there still with balls and still able to tackle these issues, but a lot of these mega churches, these like mega church people, like Joel Steen and you know, um this guy and and uh, Queflo Dollar and What's his name? Kenneth Copeland, and I don't know, but these 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 big mega church people, like that. Um, what's that guy's name? Um, Hillsong Church. His name was uh, I don't know. He was like Justin Bieber's pastor or something. That guy came out like a couple years ago and said, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with being gay." And like, look, like like as a conservative, like as a you know. Like, I want people to, like, at the end of the day, if you're adult, be gay. Whatever. Don't push it on kids. Don't do that crap. I don't support that at all. But a lot of, like, like a lot of these mega churches, they can't come out and criticize being gay. They can't come out and criticize abortion, all that kind of stuff. And, and I forgot to add that he was running for the Senate, um... Like, he's running for uh, the uh, Senate in uh, Georgia. So, he's trying to appeal to people that no, that don't normally go to church. So, he's trying to get a vote, and he's also trying to get people to his church. I get it. I get it. But, um, what's going to happen is, is a, when you have people like this, and, like, I hate talking about this kind of stuff, because I'm not perfect, and... I hate pointing out the flaws in other people, but I, I, I want to warn people, use this opportunity to warn people like this, because there's people out there that, that like, these, these, these mega church people, they're like, 
trying to appeal to other people and they're trying to say that this is Christian and that is Christian and, and like, like it's okay if you're this and still be a Christian. Like we all have flaws and we all make mistakes and things like that. But I don't think that, um, being pro abortion is a, is a, is a, uh, is a Christian talking point. Like, I don't think that, uh, that, that is a, um, thou shall not kill pretty basic stuff when it comes to the Bible. Okay. So, um, and this is what's happening in, in the, in the conservative movement. You have all these people coming into the conservative movement and I know I might piss some people off, but I don't care. A lot of people coming into the conservative movement that they're like, I'm gay or I smoke weed and, and I do all this kind of stuff. And that's fine. That's, you know, as a, I have a little bit of a, like a libertarian in me, but at the end of the day, you can't like, eventually it's going to be like the left. It's like, it's eventually it's going to be secular, like a secular group. And like, what are you going to, like, what are you conserving if you bring other stuff into the movement? And that's, that's what the church is going to be like. Eventually, it's going to be like a secular uh, club, like a social club with like, like I remember I went to this church in, in Oklahoma City one time and they had cup holders. And I was like, what? I like, like I grew up in a Baptist church where the pews and it, it, it but I went to this church and it was like a rock concert. And the pastor was okay, but it was just like, it was very like shocking. And it's almost like some of these churches are not even biblical anymore. It's just like a, like a motivational speech and they don't criticize you on this. They don't, they don't, they don't preach to you. They don't, they don't say, they don't call out people's problems because they have a congregation and they have, you know, like I remember like hearing this story of this guy, like he like, uh, had like, a like a $60 million building. And so he couldn't like come out and like criticize anybody because he might lose like somebody like this big donor to the church. Like it might upset. So it's just, it's really sad that it happens. Like, and it's just, it's stupid that, that they would build a church. Like it doesn't really matter what a church looks like. Like, like a church, it doesn't have to be this. I mean, like I understand it's you know the house of the Lord and you know it's it's God's house and it's beautiful it's supposed to be beautiful but you can build a church for a lot less than sixty million I I, I guarantee you like and it doesn't really matter what building you're in and if if like if that's like your biggest priority then like the message then there's a problem you know but. I think, I think sometimes, you know, a lot of these churches, like, like I've been very critical in my personal life and I've even, you know, changed some people's minds in my personal life about people like Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein's like, just claim it. It's yours. Just like claim it. And, and, you know, like just, it's yours and, and, and just pray about it and like your best life now. And I, I, I can't, because, you know, God's not going to give you a job making a million dollars a year like you have to basically you know go out there and earn it i mean 
God is going to provide, but he, like he's not going to like give you a job out of the sky or he's not going to give you money like in your bank account. Just like, it, like I, I, I just, and my mom was an avid listener of people like Joel Osteen and Joyce Meyer. I, I just couldn't stand those people because they were just spreading false information. And I, and a couple years ago, or like last year, I think my mom called me up and said, "Yeah, you're right about Joel Osteen. It's like he's kind of a like he's kind of a sketchy dude." I said, "Oh, okay." But I mean, that was like five years ago when I said that, and like a, like maybe like four years later, she finally like realized it. But um, but I don't know. Like, what am I? Like, I'm just a guy. But I like like I went to a Christian school and. Most of the teachers there were conservative, and it was a small Christian school, like a small Christian high school in the middle of nowhere. And I'm not perfect, but I, but when I see stuff like this, it really upsets me because it not only hurts the church, it hurts people that think that being a Christian is this and that. And it doesn't really matter where, like how you vote or whatever, but there's a couple of things that should be kept, should be law, and should be in stone, a.k.a. the Ten Commandments. Thou shall not kill is pretty simple. So, um, anyway, that's my thoughts on that. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And uh, have a great weekend. And be sure, be sure to follow me on those platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and and all those other platforms, because I may not be around for a while, or after this, probably, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, man, but anyway, God bless you guys, have a great Sunday, and uh, peace out.